This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello, my loves. It is Lala Kent. With Randall, we are back for another exciting episode. First, I want to just say, so nobody forgets, we are going on tour. That is right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Give Them Lala with Randall is going on tour. Give Them Lala with Randall live. You can get your tickets at givethemlive.com. And there you go. You go to there. What? Say it one more time just in case they didn't hear you. Givethemlive.com. And here are our cities that we are going to tell you to not miss. Our cities are... November 30th, Dallas, Texas, December 1, Austin, Texas, December 2nd, Houston, December 3rd, New Orleans. And then we go from there to beautiful Fort Lauderdale on December 5th, Clearwater, Florida, December 6th, Orlando, home of Disney World on December 8th. And if you're lucky to catch our season finale, go to Atlanta. That's what's up. And just a quick reminder that DJ James Kennedy will be with us for all all of the Texas dates and Jackson, Brittany, and hopefully Baby Cruz will be with us throughout our Florida dates. And we have one new surprise to add to the tour, which we will continue to add tour surprises. We have the Bachelorette. Hannah Godwin. We have Hannah and her man. Yep, we have, we have Hannah Godwin and her dude, Dylan. We're super hyped about that. Yes, and by the way, Hannah Godwin will be joining us for in Florida for the segments of Get to Know your partner so they're gonna try to oust us with knowing each other we're gonna try to oust them and we're gonna see what couple knows each other better but we're also gonna have guests from the audience coming up participating as well i know it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be super interactive i'm trying to kick it with you guys i don't just want to like stand on a stage and look at your faces i want to like i I know you're gonna be in it you're gonna why go on tour if If i'm just if you can't tour with the people well because here's the thing rand i'm gonna be real Without the people that come to the tour, without the people that, you know, watch the show, I don't get to, like, have the things that I have. So it's important for me to get to, like, know the people that I... They support your businesses, your brands. And by the way... They support me as a human. Like, the amount of people that reached out to me, like, when... I can when we conceived Ocean, yeah, when right. my dad passed away. Like these people are ride or die for Lala, and I really fucking love them. I, for that. I gotta say, I can't relate to any of this support, but um, I do have. I you know how many friends I have. I think. By the way, I was I was at uh, one of the Vanderpump restaurants recently. And I had over seven people come up to me. So the I, fact that you counted no, kills so, me. <laughs> no, I, I think I have 20 fans now. I went from four to nine, and I think I have 20. So I contribute a little bit to your fan base. I love that. So today is super... You guys, I never get intimidated by anybody that we have on the podcast. And I won't even lie. I've like broken out into cold sweats. Because we have Catherine Power. Yes, and by the way, give I'm a good exci- clap, baby. Give her a good clap. No, but I'm excited about Catherine because because this is a special guest that we were very lucky to get. Catherine is a power player in the entrepreneurial space. She has built incredible brands. She's actually, believe it or not, and and Lala, people don't know this, but this is one of Lala's biggest role models because as Lala's building your pl- as you're, I'm talking about you like you're not here. As you're <laughs> as you're building your platforms. She's the kind of CEO and boss that you want all of your brands to end up. And yeah. she's had her businesses for a decade, some of them, some of them much newer. But she ha- she's going to tell us all about it. But she's got incredible brands that she's built from the ground up. And she also even has a wine company with superstar actress uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. So No big uh, deal. Yeah. No big deal. Just, or just Cameron Diaz. I know. It's really incredible. So before I fully go into meltdown mode... Apparently, are you spilling tea right now? Yeah. Oh, I got to check out of this part. So this troll who goes by the name of Kelly Dodd 
decided to come out of her hole okay. and come for me. But who is that? Who is Kelly Duck? Because I don't know. I mean, because, you know, I don't know reality that well. I know Vanderpump. She used to be on Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. She got fired. And God, what I would give to have her on this podcast, because I just want to know, like, like when you mess up, Rand, and people, oh. like, you have repercussions, you learn from the behavior, right? Yeah, of course. She doesn't. But I have a question. And I want to know why. Uh, okay, stop for a second, because I'm lost, because I don't really know all the tea you're spilling. So... You want to bring somebody on this podcast. That She'll never you, do it, but I would love it if she was like, sure. But you're, are you officially inviting this person on our podcast that you have beef with? I don't have beef with her. She has beef with me, what, and what I don't know do? why. What did she do to get Okay, so it started with, we had Nick Ritchie on a couple weeks ago, and she commented like that I'm an idiot, right? And oh. Nick Ritchie was like, I didn't know you had beef with Kelly Dodge. She called you an idiot in the comment section. I was like, really? I didn't know I had beef with her either. So like, whatever, I comment back and then I move on with my life. Then she fucking, which I was just sent this by the way and it happened a few weeks ago and I was like, how did I miss this? And then I remembered, that's right, I was working because I still have a job. And she posted a picture of me with Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And granted, like I do see the resemblance between me and oh, Gollum in the photo she posted, but she said, does anyone else see a resemblance? I would have clicked yes, because I, I do in this. You see a resemblance between you? And Gollum, in the, in the photo, like definitely I would have clicked yes. But more people clicked no, so she deleted it. But I was like, wait a minute, what have I possibly said about her that she would like be so upset at me? So what did you say to upset her? I don't know. I'm still racking my I'm, I'm brain. I'm just reading this article right now. Lala fired back. Oh, no, this is a whole thing between you two. Oh, this started in October of 2020. Wait, it did? Uh, that's news to me. No, no, no. That's something that she did. Okay, sorry. You just fired back. about. Okay, so here's the thing. Let me summarize this for people that don't know because I didn't know. You have a beef with this Kelly Dodd. She came for you. She posted a picture of Gollum. She said, do you guys look like that's that's a little mean because Gollum's a monster. So you're not a monster. You're I think it was more about the physical appearance, but okay. So what? So so. Keep in mind, this are you woman, inviting her on the show or not? I want to know. Is it, it official? Say, say it or not. Kelly Dodd, hit a bitch up, man. Like I gotta pick your brain. You're a fascinating human to me, and I know you have a lot of time on your hands now. So please, fucking be on my podcast. Okay, um, that was what you would call a dig. Is it? Yeah. Because I just wanted you to invite her. I know you're gonna <laughs> come on. Well, listen, all I want to say is I don't know Kelly Dodd. I don't know any of this except what I just saw in this column, which I consider not not nice. But at the end of the day, you invite her up here, and maybe she'll join the podcast. And, and by the way, do you think maybe you guys could be friends after the podcast? Do you think you can make up? Could I broker a peace treaty between you two on the podcast? I think we would say like we like she. Here's the, I don't have a beef with her at all. Okay. Oh. I have a, a she has a beef with you. Yes, I'm confused okay, I'm sorry. why I'm I want right. I want to pick her brain. I didn't know we had a beef. I'm sorry. Let right. Me, let me back up. So that's just my. She has a beef with you. You've now invited her on our podcast, and I am hoping that through this peace treaty invite, right. you guys could figure. And out you a, you have to know, like, because people asked me, how did you feel about this, and I was like. When you have people like Jennifer Lawrence call you a see you next Tuesday. When other people come for you, it's like kind of trivial. Like Kelly Dodd coming for me, not that big of a deal. Like I've had <laughs> the biggest movie star in the world. <laughs> I've had a lot of people come for me, you know, and I've shaken that shit off. So this is like whatever. Like Kelly Dodd, please come on my podcast. Okay, I want to so, pick your brain so bad. So by the way, so what I get from this is I think Kelly will hear this, and I think she's probably reasonable, and I think she'll take you up on your offer. And I'm interested to see why it even started for her, and then you guys. Can I tell you what I think after. it was? Do you remember when we were in Puerto Rico and we were talking to Bronwyn, and we were saying like, because Kelly Dodd was coming for Bronwyn with her um, sobriety. Oh. Do you remember this? And we were like, no. you can't come for someone who's like trying to get sober or is continuing to be sober. That's the only thing I can think of. But, you know, she'll be on the podcast. And then you, guys will, you guys will sort it out right here. I think this is great. I think it's a nice platform for you and her to get this on This is my prediction. She won't do the podcast, but after she hears this, she's going to come for me on her Instagram. Oh, okay, can I that's tell you? What, that's no, my prediction. No. Can I tell you my prediction? What? My prediction is she hears this podcast. She hears my voice of reason. 
And I believe that she will accept your invitation because she she probably has a reason for whatever it started. And then you guys will talk. And I think you guys will be friends after. That's my prediction. So let's see who is right. I, I'm betting that Kelly Dodd's going to come on and be cool and talk to you. And you guys are going to figure it out. Your prediction is she's going to take it to the gram and keep coming for you. Yeah. Let's see next week what the result is. Either way, I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Well, I want to tell you that I want to get right into this first guest. I want to I, I want to give her all the time in the world because you both are our CEO bosses. And I think that you guys are going to have a lot in common. I know you've been excited as as it gets about this. So I'm going to actually remain probably okay. pretty quiet. From my From my perspective... I'm trying to get to a level where I can say that she and I have a lot in common. I'm excited to really pick her brain. Yep. It is not lost upon me that she has built something that yep. I dream about daily. So I, I can I just say to that, I understand you're giving her mad respect because she has been doing this for over a decade and she's, you know, achieved major, major high level success. But 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 you also have achieved a lot of success in a short three and a half, four year period. And don't discredit that either. But thank you, baby. But but you know what? We're gonna learn a shit ton from Catherine. That I feel. I agree. So we're gonna take a short break and we will be right back with Catherine Power. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what DashPass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Okay, I really hope my mom Lisa is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day. It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories. So I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist, and Songfinch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear the song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash Lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash Lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. And we are back. I'm so intimidated. Our guest. Oh my gosh, I know. I'm so giddy. Catherine, what's up, babe? Yes. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm so happy to be with you guys today. I can't think of anything I'd rather do after my lunch break on this Monday. Yes. <laughs> we like to bring happiness into Monday. So, yes. so before we start, we just have to acknowledge the fact that Randall was so excited when he you did a podcast <laughs> with Cameron Diaz, and someone yes. the guy asked you, "Who is your favorite house oh husband?" Oh my god! I know. 
<laughs> you can take it back now. Don't worry. You can take it back. No, yeah. you're my favorite. Oh, Listen, that's a- you have brought such a great energy to that show. And I'm so happy that you finally, you know, stepped onto it because you are. It's true. Oh, you know? that's so nice. What happened was, you know, for a long time I was, uh, you know, I come from the other side of the camera. So definitely wasn't comfortable in any respect. And after about three years, they got really smart and they went to Lala and said, well, we're going to make it part of your deal. So whether he likes it or not, he's showing up. And I was like, whoa, whoa. So anyway, we worked it out. And it was very minimal the first season. And I, because I, I was petrified. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then I actually had like a lot of fun. Like I was just, it, I made the best of it. And now, uh, I, now they got me in there like a, a lot, a, a lot, lot more yeah. than I thought. I would ever be. So. Well, I love it. You're so likable. And Thank I think you. it was good after hearing for so many years all of these different opinions of who you may or may not have been with. Like <laughs> to actually see this amazing guy and his oh. great personality, I think is really good. Well, thank you. And honestly, Lala had been telling me for years, she's like, baby, you don't understand. If you just do it, then the myth and all the drama of what you really are will go away. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not doing that. That's not who I am. I, but, you know, and ultimately, of course, I, 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 she, she puts a lot of pressure. She you know, you can't say no to Lala. So there you go. But thank you. Cause it, it, it was, I was really, but I really, feel like that's a good thing because I feel like you don't like, you don't take no for it. You can't get to where you are. <laughs> by taking no for an answer, right? That's right. Yeah, no is just a, a you know, change in course. So, I love it. So will you tell everybody, because, you know, I know what you do and who you are and what you've accomplished. Can you just kind of give us, like, how you, how it started, how it became what it is and where it's going to go, kind of snapshot, and then we can sure. kind of, you know, get under the hood. Sure. So I am an entrepreneur and CEO, mostly in the fashion, beauty, and now beverage space. So I created a brand called Who, What, Where about 15 years ago. So Who, What, Where was kind of the first company to bring fashion magazine sensibilities to the internet and then make the content shoppable. So we, you know, grew this business to which, you know, now reaches about 20 million women per month um, and turned that into a clothing line as well. So we launched an apparel collection back in 2016 really trend forward, size inclusive, affordable fashion that has been, you know, mainly distributed throughout Target across the US. And now we're launching a new Who What Wear collection actually on our website on August 15th. So you'll be able to shop unique pieces from from the site. I also started a skincare brand called Burst. Burst is the cleanest and and most sustainable drugstore skincare brand today. And that really came out of, you know, information we were getting from the Who, What, Where audience. You know, women saying, I live two hours from a Sephora, or, you know, I don't have enough disposable income to go buy, you know, beauty products at a department store, but I want, you know, cleaner products, I want cooler products, I want more effective products. And we saw that the majority of our customers were still discovering all their beauty products in drugstores. So when we looked at the drugstore skincare aisle, we saw that hadn't changed in about 50 years. And so we developed this brand called Burst, which now is you know distributed through about 5,000 retailers. Wow. Everything's under $20 uh, an item. And because we were able to launch at such scale, it helped us really drive down the cost of the formulations and drive up the quality. I also have a a makeup brand called Merit, which just launched in January. Um, That's sold at Sephora and um, direct-to-consumer, but that's a luxury brand that's kind of all based around this concept of minimalist beauty. And finally, I have Aveline, which is my clean and organic wine brand that I... Yes, that I, I like created. the wine. I like the wine. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what I fit Me in. too. I don't fit in anywhere I, else, but I fit in with that. At, at least once a week, I I text Cameron and say I'm so happy we created this because <laughs> you know it's like we we needed it. But Aveline, I, I created in partnership with Cameron Diaz, who is one of my really good friends, and you know we saw that everything in our lives has gotten healthier and has gotten better for us, and. 
you know, we were sitting there drinking a bottle of, of wine and we said to ourselves, you know, I wonder if there's any way to make wine better for us. And when we really dug into the winemaking process and how most commercial wines are made, you know, it was really shocking to us. Um, just the amount of additives that can be added throughout the winemaking process without any disclosure. Most of the wine is not organic because there are just not a lot of organic right. land right. here in the U.S. Um, so Aveline is wine that's made from organic grapes with super low intervention and it's delicious. You know, we're very discerning wine drinkers. So we went, you know, all over the world to find the perfect winemaking partners for each unique blend. And that has been so fun. You know, wow. we launched during the pandemic and, you know, for better or worse, alcohol consumption has been up. So, right. you know, <laughs> perfect it's been timing. Up a lot, so that's great. Good timing. Good timing. Yeah. At least if you're, you know, if somebody's drinking, we're happy to give them a, a you know, a cleaner option. That's great. Wow. So that's a, you're pretty, pretty busy. <laughs> I mean, holy I, shit. And all of your, your brands that you just spoke about, all of your lines, I've obviously heard of. I've tried them. Joy Lab is also yours. Yes. And you know, yeah, I've seen you wear Joy Lab. Girl, that's all I wear. <laughs> that's like, so amazing. Lululemon Who? No, Joy wow. Lab is where it's at. It's the cutest, wow. like, athleisure workout apparel it's the fit is fantastic yes. i mean you really just kill it all around so it, it's really a pleasure Thank to you. have you on this podcast um and you know it's so relatable when when i started doing uh give them la la beauty you were saying with versed you know there aren't many people who can go out and spend hundreds of dollars on their skincare and i think the fact that you before anybody made skincare affordable and approachable is just brilliant yeah that's amazing and the fact that it's everything's twenty dollars or under in right is like such a smart smart move i mean especially like you said 50 years nothing's changed in these drugstores and you yes. found a way to come in and bring an uplift, you know, to it. And, yes. and that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a that's that's an anomaly. That's not easy to come up with that place. Find your place in such a busy, busy space. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I like to do is I search for white space, you know, specifically yeah. in this kind of millennial Gen Z and, you know, merits even like older millennial, you know, Gen X, which I saw as like a big opportunity. Um, but I love you know, finding the white space and then, you know, creating a brand, a value proposition for the consumer based on it. Do you have a lot of partners in the other brands or are you the sole, you know, yeah. creator and owner? I have a, a wonderful co-founder in Who, What, Where, who I launched the business with 15 years ago, Hillary oh. Kerr. I have amazing executive teams. I mean, that's how I'm able to do so many things is that, you know, I have a, a president who's been with me for nine years, a CFO, a COO, you know, all of these people who are just so talented and really um, are executing on the day to day. And then we bring in, you know, different investors based on the, you know, the need, right. the strategic need, the skill set. And so, so a lot of different partners, I tend to work with the same people over and over. It's probably like making a movie, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you, you go with the same, same, you know, the same people over and over. Cause you just have your groove, you understand yeah. each other. And so I've kind of built that little ecosystem in the CPG world. So when, when you talk about all of these things that you've created, do you feel like because you said who, what, where has been around for quite some time. Do you think that the market now is saturated? When people try to come in and start something, do you kind of look at it and go, okay, I respect the hustle, but it's like, you know, we had it. I don't want to say that what you did was easy. <laughs> Let's not get that twisted. But do you feel like with time, you know, anyone can create a brand, but to make it a success is much harder than it was, you know, X amount of years yes. ago. I mean, I certainly think you can become a self-made expert now, right? W without having to go to, you know, chemistry school or having been a makeup artist, for example, you, the, the, the world today allows you to do that. It doesn't mean you could just wake up one day and decide you want to do it with no passion or interest or willingness to learn. I mean, when Cameron and I wanted to make a wine brand, we knew nothing about the alcohol industry, but we knew about the consumer. 
Okay. And so right. what we did is we set out and we would we took a meeting with anyone who would ever meet with us that remotely was connected to alcohol um, or that industry. And we would just start asking questions and learning. I mean, I do think certain categories are saturated, but I also think that, you know, the way that the world is now, we're going to have like fewer multi-billion dollar brands and a lot more sort of smaller brands that meet, you know, consumers where they are so much more niche and i think that's you know the consumer demand has what's really resulted in so many brands coming to market with so many different points of view and i think as long as you do have a really unique you know point of view and a unique position in the market you know you can make room for yourself right you feel like it you have to also be an expert with branding because we we live so much you know on our phones with social media and you know even though i am a part of that generation who should be fantastic at it i actually really suck at it and i wish that it wasn't such a huge part of you know the day-to-day and selling and i hear you it's a real bitch catherine (laughs) i know Uh, i'm personally not great at it you know for the brands i hire the the people that really get it and understand it and just totally let them do their thing i would probably be so much more successful if i did lean in a little bit more personally but i just it's not organic to who i am so i totally get it right and you had posted a story this had to have been a few weeks ago and I think it was your husband who was talking about how gender roles really don't exist in your household. Yes, yes. I love that so much. Can you expand on like what your day looks like and like what your husband takes on that most people would say, oh, that's a quote unquote woman's job. Like what does it look like at your house? So I think, you know, for one thing, my husband grew up with a mom who ran her own business, you know, was definitely a career, you know, driven woman. So I think he's really comfortable with that. I mean, he literally started dating me the moment I decided to start who, what, where. Oh, wow. So he's been through, you know, everything with me. And, you know, we've gone through so many different phases of him, you know, helping to support me in the early days when we were just funding it ourselves and, you know, what weren't taking a paycheck and, now he's doing a startup, so I'm able to support him where he, well, he can just take the time to do that. And, um, you know, he has, he, he's been uh, an advertising photographer and director and, you know, kind of developed this passion for cooking on the side. It really accelerated during COVID. So now he's, you know, he, he cooks, I do not cook whatsoever. Wow. Um, and now he's kind of turned that into a business. He's launching a, a food line and, you know, I have a four-year-old son and, you know, he's obsessed with Disney princesses and Elsa and, you know, jewelry and hair accessories. And so, you know, it's not what you would traditionally expect or historically expect. And it works so well for our family. We, it's so special, you know, we love our son and, um, it's just a real, it's just, you know, I guess, I think that's what he meant when, you know, he said things are changing and he thinks it's a good thing. I fully agree. I mean, I think it's absolutely spectacular when you see a man like really supporting his wife while she goes out and does the things that you do. I mean, I'm sure he's so proud and what an epic example for your son. Yes, yes. And it is, you know, it is a full time job to to be in a relationship with with an entrepreneur and, you know, with someone with really bold ambitions. You know, he he's totally, you know, just probably very comfortable with with, you know, what he's doing right now in our life. And I'm just always like driving for more. Yeah, and yeah. He puts up with that. And <laughs> <laughs> so No, I love it. And I'm like what? that too. I stay I, I cook and I clean no I'm kidding. I, I don't do any yeah. of that shit. You're, you're <laughs> Neither husband, of us your husband's a rock star. <laughs> no no by the way, yeah. Lala bullshitted me just so we're all clear uh, and I will I did. Up. I totally no, bullshit she, she cost me two hundred thousand dollars. So she looked at me and she and I said, babe, you know like when I met her, kind of similar. She was just starting on the show. She was just start, she had all these dreams and ambitions. And when I met her, she's like, "Babe, I want to start a skin uh, a makeup brand." I was like, "Oh, that's great." 
and just out of the gate, you know, needed my support and love and and cheerleading, and I and I did it because I knew she was a boss, so I wasn't even a question. Right. And um, and I said, can I invest in in this thing? Because I know whatever she does, she's going to drive it home. And I was like, she's definitely going to take my money. And she came home like a few days later, and she's like, babe, you know, I I really love you, and and I I just need your support, but not financially. And I was like, what? You're not gonna, and I was so like bent. And and now she's <laughs> turned into a multi-million dollar business. I'm so proud of her. Well, let's not but get carried away. <laughs> it is, baby, it is. Anyway, she downplays it. But but the thing is, I'm so proud of her. She did it all on her own. Didn't I mean, you know, with my emotional support, but not but but did it all on her own. Yeah. And I, but but the funny thing is she did cost me 200 grand with the cooking because I said to her, babe, if you would just cook one time a week for me, just so I feel like pretend, just play pretend. I'll buy the apron, I'll stand over <laughs> on the side, I'll even, I'll even put the ingredients on the stove for you and we can just like kind of do it together. She's like, if I had a nice kitchen, I would. So what did I do? I built her the best we fucking did the kitchen. Kit, the best. Okay, they asked me, and I don't know shit about cooking. They asked me, like, do you want the four burner, the six burner, or the eight burner? I was like, eight burner. My girl needs an eight burner. <laughs> right. She hasn't been in that kitchen since that thing was completed. So it's gorgeous, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you gotta love it. You gotta love cooking, <laughs> and you know, if you don't, it's like why, you know? Yeah. But Catherine, he likes he likes beef jerky, which is his version of steak, <laughs> and like well done chicken, and that's not fun. It's like give me something fun. I like a challenge. So it. You did cook a smoothie. I'm cooking. You, did, you did blend a smoothie for me the other day, which I was shocked. You're like, I woke up and she's like, babe, do you want a smoothie? And I was like, who are you? And yeah. she's like, I'm into it right now. I was like, I'll take it. Whatever. I'll take yeah, a cookie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I do step my so game up at times. So not even during lockdown, you guys didn't even get into lockdown. it. Lockdown? Oh, this one hasn't Can stopped. I tell you, it was hysterical because we're sitting down after restaurants opened for takeout. And we sit down and Randall's like, don't you just feel like a normal person again now that we can order takeout? And I was like, <laughs> and I, this is yeah. why we're meant to be. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We, we didn't. We didn't. Um, you know, we're lucky that, you know, because I, well, I have three kids total. I have two kids that are 7-Eleven, and now a newborn is five months, four and a half months. And when we were in lockdown, you know, we have a nanny that helps out when I go to work and she goes to work. And thank God she does cook. Isabel does cook. Yeah. And she is, she loves, she comes home and she's like, what can I make everybody? I was like, oh my God. So I think that we're yeah. both a little spoiled because yeah. she knows that her, like last night, I'll give you a perfect example. We're alone last night with our with our four and a half month old, and we get home and um, and we're sitting there. It's like eight o'clock, and I'm like, "What do we have for dinner?" And she's like, "I don't know." Like we just we we just hit a wall. We're just alone yeah. and don't know what to do. <laughs> so, I totally get it. Yeah. And by the way, it's a little bit of a myth, you know. Justin is out a different house filming like four things at a time. I, they're not actually making right. They're not making you their food. Way home to me and my my <laughs> wonderful nanny is downstairs right now making a chicken <laughs> as we speak um exactly. so it's a little bit of a myth but he he definitely does cook for us you know but he has the ability he has the ability week. when he yeah. wants to step up he'll step up two three times a week exactly that's a lot yeah. Did I take once a month yeah. at this point but yeah anyway, right right okay we're gonna take a short break and we'll we be. will be right back so I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part Zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there 
who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. And we're back. <laughs> so, that's so short. <laughs> so it's uh, quick break. So I have a question. You said your husband's name is Justin. Yeah. You said you met him right before... You started who, what, where. What were you doing before you started that? So I was um, the West Coast editor of Elle magazine. And oh, so Elle you're Girl. just a baller. You're just a gangster. Like, you just before. have always been a hustler. That Yeah, I, I've always been a hustler. You know, I did not have a traditional education path. I was, when I was young, I was a very serious dancer. Oh, and wow. I, what kind of um, dance? What kind of dance? I did everything, mostly jazz and ballet. I was in a performing company here in in the Valley and spent, you know, 10 a.m. till 10 at night, about four days a week, you know, dancing. And so as a result, I ended up doing home study for high school. Oh, wow. Did that. And I graduated early, you know, when I was 16. And I was doing a lot of, you know, film and TV as a dancer. And so, you know, you had to be emancipated really in order to work those adult hours. And so my mom, you know, took me at 16 to be emancipated so I could do the movie Austin Powers. Wow. From then on, yeah, from then on, I was able to work as an adult. So I actually started in, in film. That's what I thought I wanted to do. Yeah. And I went to work at Touchstone for a producer. Um, I was the youngest employee there outside of the kid actors because it was owned by Disney. That's amazing. Um, but I started working there when I was 17 and I was only able to do that because I had been you know, okay. emancipated and did that for a while. And then I got into nightlife and you know, I always say- Didn't we you know, all, if didn't we all? If you're, <laughs> what did you all, say? I said, didn't we all get into nightlife at some <laughs> yes. point? And my, you know, my, my advice to, to anyone looking for a career is just find something you love to do and then figure out a way to get paid for it. So I followed my own advice and started working for a really big club promoter in here, here in Los Angeles called Brent Bolthouse. I was going to say it had to nice. be Brent Bolthouse. It had to be. He's the greatest, yes, by sir. the way. The greatest. Yes. Yes. So I started much like you, Lala, as a hostess at these clubs. And, you know, started doing bottle service. We didn't have that in LA. It was a big thing in, in New York, but yeah. I used to book people in these tables and, and charge for them. And then I, from there, you know, started to see that all of these brands were coming to us asking, you know, hey, can we hand out our soda in your club? Or, hey, can we give out, you know, products as, as people leave? And I realized we had such a valuable audience that was coming together, you know, three days a week. So. 
I went to Brent and I pitched this idea of starting a marketing division there where, you know, companies would pay us to integrate their products. And that was kind of how I got into, you know, integrated advertising, which is ultimately what a media company does. And so from there, between that and my relationships just in Hollywood, I got the West Coast editor role at, at L&L Girl um, because a lot of that job was booking talent. Right. So booking celebrities for covers, all of that. So that's really how I got into publishing and, and fashion and all of that. And, and, you know, from there, as I saw my own behavior shift to, to being online, you know, decided to start something that was Internet based. Wow. That's a pretty dope story. I mean, I like I'm friends with Brent and Noah and Jason, all the, you know, nightlife yeah. guys cuz I'm 50 and we all came up, you know, together at a time where they, you know, were promoters or they were, you know, right. and then they turned it into these, you know, Noah and Jason sold to Madison Square Garden, my friend David Grutman sold to Live Nation. I mean, all these wow. guys turned into moguls and I'm so proud yeah. of all of them because like you said it was a time that was so new and fresh in nightlife. And then became, like you said, I I mean, you said it so well, you know, the brands came in and the big businesses came in and it just, you know, grew. But uh, I mean, that's that's such a neat story because I think people who are listening sometimes look at themselves, at least people I speak to are like, how do I get in Hollywood or how do I start a business? How do I do all that? And they think kind of like you just start there. But here, look, you know, you started as a dancer and, and then went into nightlife and then went into yeah. publishing. And I just think there's the, the moral of the story for me when I when I hear someone like you is so successful is there is no right path. It's it's got to have passion and mm. it's got to have determination and, and a yep. vision. And if you have that, you really can't fail. Ultimately, I mean, you just you have to just kind of drive that passion into success. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so when you started did you have to give up that job at L or what, like, what did your, your Justin at the time when you were like, I'm going to start this, was it like, yeah. I'm going to make this a hobby or did you have like a really grand vision no, we for were it? committed to making it a business. In fact, we, we were so offended in those early years when anyone would call us a blog oh, because we literally like, you know, took our, our savings and invested wow. it in this, in this business. And we licensed photos from day one and did everything legally when you had all of these like Perez Hilton and, and all of the, you know, really gossip sites that were, that were coming up. We were just taking a pure approach to, mm, to yeah. fashion and, always ran it that way and and because we had such a positive spin on everything this you know celebrities that we feature started talking about us and that's really what propelled the you know the brand to become a a big media company wow it's and i love that you you say that because so often we see things online where it's you know Obviously, things are to get clicks. You know, if I see something that says that someone has beef with someone, I'm going to click on that rather than like so and so is so happy right now. You know, yeah. it's so for you guys to take a, a positive approach to. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think that's amazing. So you really did put all of your eggs in this basket. We really, really yeah. did. And I've always been someone who just is a risk taker. I yeah. mean, specifically with more my mind i would never like jump out of a plane weirdly but i will <laughs> me either you know take my last dollar and 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 throw it into something i believe in or you know stand up on a stage and tell people i'm going to do this and then make sure it gets done so it's just not i i've always had that sense about me where i just gonna go do something and that's just what's gonna happen I love it. And, you know, you're a mom of a four-year-old. I'm a new mom. And I've found it hard to balance the two. You know, someone who wants to go out and work and create something for herself and be a great mom to my daughter. I mean, I'm sure a lot of moms feel that guilt when they walk out the door and they're like, am I doing the right thing? Like, do I need to make adjustments so that I can be with my kid all the time? How do you manage that? Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, I, I didn't really get comfortable, I think, with with being a mom until my son was almost two, really. Wow. You know, it, it felt kind of for it still felt foreign to me. Am I doing this right? Am I spending enough time? Is it okay if I travel now? 
And wow. honestly, the first eight months were sort of a blur. Like I can look back on it now, but I think when I was in it, it was just, it was just sort of a blur. And I think, you know, I didn't take, I took like a month off and I, you know, wasn't long enough and I should have done more, but you know, I, I did struggle with that in the beginning, but ultimately I think, you know, you just have to realize like you're, you're always going to be the mom and you can define your own way of being a parent. Mm-hmm. And that may look different than, you know, your, your friends who are stay at home moms. Um, but I found actually a great community of, of moms who help support me. So like my friends who are stay at home moms will make sure my kids enrolled in a class that they're doing. And oh. that I know the best, you know, psychologist to go to without having to research it. And so for me, it's, it's just also creating that network of, of support, but I just think it's going to be so much more valuable to your child, you know, to have them see you do something you you love, I you agree. know, whether that is being a full-time mom or uh, having or a, career. a career, but, right. um, yeah, I think there's no right or wrong way to do it. I, I want to say that I, I agree with you. I think you said it perfectly. Like there are people who are equally as passionate about being at home with their child every single minute. And there are people like both of you who love your career and love your children. But I do think the people that do love their career as mothers, I always tell Lala, don't worry. Like you're home all the time with our baby. When you need to go out and work and make a living, she's going to look up to you when she's 10, 8, 12, 15. She's going to say, my mom set a role, you know, she's a role model for me. Just like a stay-at-home mom, that that daughter will say to her, about her mom or son, my mom was there every day and, and did this. Yeah. Whereas you you two will have the, the perspective of it's okay to go out and work and it's okay to have a family and have a full-time career. And I think, you know, I try to tell Lala because she goes, you know, up and down, tears, you know, I'm leaving my baby. And I'm like, you are yeah. in it every day. You can, you come back from the set yeah. and you sit there in the middle of the night while I snore and <laughs> don't hear a friggin' thing, you know, yeah. breastfeeding, feeding, changing diapers. So it's like, you know, you're, you're Wonder Woman and I think, you, you know, you just have to, or Superman, you just have to, like you said, you have to just own that you're a successful strong woman like you know both of you and 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 women who choose careers i i know they feel guilt i see it every day with her every day yeah. she asks me am i a good mom like stop <laughs> you are the yeah. best you are the best i like, said it this yeah. morning Catherine. i was like you want to know what would make me feel really good right now is if you told me that i'm a good mom i'm like every day, every day. <laughs> i'm like i just need to hear it right but now just just the fact that you are wondering that and you're worried yeah. about it like you're a good mom and by the way enjoy this time right now and go out and get shit done because <laughs> she has no idea what's going on. That's like so it, true. That's what I said. I said that. only just now, like, mom, don't go upstairs. My home office is, up, is upstairs. He has no idea <laughs> that, that I was flying all over the country when he was two months old or even he, he doesn't even remember when I used to go into an office and that was just 18 months ago. Wow. He has zero recollection. Zero. And oh, this that's is what so only nice knows to know. life in a mask, and, and mommy works upstairs. So they, she has no idea. And honey, it's what I say this, I, I, right. I just want to say, I agree. And I said to her, I said, babe, once she starts preschool, learn from me. Once they start elementary school and they remember shit, oh, mommy's got to go to New York for two days. They know. Right now, she yes. only wants the bottle. She only wants the yeah. bottle and to just goo goo gaga. Right, totally. So yeah. I so what was it, what was advantage. your what was your first trip if you remember away from your baby that you had to take? And did you leave him at home or did you bring someone to help? No, I left my baby at home. We had our baby nurse for about four and a half months, and that I was so. During that time, I just did everything. You know, <laughs> right. I because I felt more comfortable having somebody who was there. You know, all night. I think I went to. New York. I mean, I did so many trips. Okay. I don't remember what the first one is, but you know, it was certainly New York, certainly Minnesota, tons of times because that's yeah. where Target's located. San Francisco, Europe. Like I've, I've you know. Oh, you Work, were you're working, hustling, working. But babe, that's yeah. what I say. I so like, I, you know, I know that we bring the baby on some of the little trips we take, but yeah. it's okay for you to get on a plane and go to New York yeah. for three days because. 
right now is the time like she's saying i agree with that well, I, we, I agree that we have time. we have BravoCon coming up and i was talking to my friend sheena who's also on the show who has yeah. a three-month-old oh i know sheena yes <laughs> and you know we were going back and forth like do we bring our babies or do we not for them obvious for us we selfishly want them there just because yes they're a part of us it would be a nightmare like i already know that <laughs> it would be a lot of work but now we've decided we're gonna leave them home and i'm like i have anxiety about it at night you know because i i haven't left her yet i understand but it's better for you to go get in get out get Get it done come home faster you know i i felt like it would i would have to be there longer if he was there and settle him in and like to not disrupt her routine right and her you know flow you know she's it's going to be great. And, you know, I agree. And by the way, no, be in the mindset of work, go get it done. Right. Fly home. You know, I, like I totally know. I like that. I also think that you're going to be better on that trip than you would because you would every five seconds be asking me to go to the hotel and check on our child, but in not being able to be present, just get your work done. You know, you know, our, like a, we had a night nurse for four plus months too and now we're into the nanny you know phase and she loves her nanny she went through 30 interviews before we found her and now she's like i you feel really safe yeah definitely so before we let you go be a boss again i saw this question on i was watching the big shot with bethany frankel and you're a boss like she is so and i want to know is there any is there any Thing that you would say no to i mean you're you're in the wine business you have apparel you have the makeup the skincare is there anything that you'd be like uh, i don't need that a part of my brand you know i'm learn. i'm trying to learn to say no to a lot more <laughs> okay. I, mean, I think that's you know i think like there's been this real hustle culture of wanting to do all of the things as hard as you can and i think just now I feel like I'm in a position in my career to be able to say no to things. Um, it, you know, I think if you mean, is there a category of business? I, I wouldn't get in. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's always going to be something that I have interest in because if you're interested in what you do, you're just driven that much further and okay. there's going to be, you know, plenty of things like I'm probably not going to start a camping line, um, <laughs> much to my husband's <laughs> dismay. Um, but I'm not, you know, that, but, but in general, like I'm trying to say no to more stuff. Can I, can I just, wow, I want to jump amazing. in there. Lala, babe, this is probably the best podcast. I feel like if you absorb this. Oh, trust me. I'm absorbing no. it all. And then she wakes up and she's like losing her mind. And I'm like, honey, you've been saying yes to everybody. But I, I feel like when, when you get to the position that you're in, you can start saying no. You know, I'm still, I, I like to say that we're off of the, the floor. You know, we're, we're above the ground, yep. but we're still hovering. We're still waiting to figure out how to fly with what I'm, you know, what I've created. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have the luxury yet to say no to a lot of things you know i have bills to pay i have a lot of things that come in and i just don't think that that's something that i should do quite yet tell me about the yeah bills. well i mean you have sections of your life though right so some sections you may be further ahead in yeah and right. you can start saying no in those things i mean for me like there are things and people like I don't say no to right but then there are other things that I've been doing for a while that I can start you know so you just have right. to kind of section it off when, when and I, when think I, about when I say when I say she should say no I mean like the makeup line is really thriving right and then she'll go start three more businesses but then somebody will come from the back and say you want to start this business and I'm like law take a beat like grow yes. the three things you have right now take those to the top and then kind of go down that road because yes. because she right. gets very like she wants to get it all done she never wants to quit she never wants to stop yes. so there then then there starts to be a little too much of herself given and i worry about yeah. her yeah. And her and her sanity because you know <laughs> i i handle stress like i love the stress i can't get enough yes. of it she's somebody that she she deals with it all day long but sometimes yeah. it'll just too much, too much, too much, too much. Right. Yes. And, and now being a mom, oh. but yeah, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, also you're leveraging your face and your being <laughs> in a way that I'm not. And right. I think that is absolutely exhausting. You know, right. it, it, it's that, you know, when you when it's about your face, when I have to do something, you know, a, a TV appearance of, you know, appearing at a conference or whatever, that's performing. That takes so much energy. So you can't do that as much as you can do a behind the scenes kind of a job. That's a right. great point. That's that a is great a point. great That's point. A, see, babe, see, like for You're me. You're spitting so much knowledge oh my, my way. That, honestly, <laughs> honestly, Catherine, that is such a great point. I didn't even think about that. When I'm making movies, I'm behind the scenes. I can do yes. six at one time, negotiate. because. But when I go on her show and I have to film literally two yeah. days in one week for three hours in this office, I feel like I have to take a nap. I need like yes. a time. So she does it five days a week and yes. does all. I agree, babe, because the difference is that you're right. Your face is out there. Your being is out there. Most of our stuff, we're sitting, you know, behind the scenes. And, and that's where I think you start to get yes. exhausted. Right. You know, but, yeah. but it's a great and advice. I, and this, you know, the show has given you a platform now to go and create something bigger. And I do think how you handle it over the next couple of years is gonna be so important for your longevity. Right. Yeah. And that might mean saying no to a bunch of, you know, opportunistic things because right. you wanna focus on what's gonna ascend you beyond this this career today. No, you're absolutely right. I think about that all the time and I'm taking your advice. Great advice. I wanna ask you a question, Catherine. What's your favorite yeah. episode on the show? Do you have a favorite episode that you... Oh, he loves Vander I, I, Oh, my God. I, I well, can't get enough. Me and, all, me and all my friends before I ever met her were Vander. I mean, like, for, for me, you know, season two, yes. like, Stassi, the whole Kristen thing. I mean, it, it's, like, Vanderpump Rules is the best show that's ever been on television, period, <laughs> I, I end agree. of story. Like, you could not make that up. You know, like right. you couldn't script something like that. So I think like <laughs> it's got to be in that, you know, in that season. season. I mean, I think there were some great episodes with you and James, the pasta. Like there were just, you know, she doesn't, so many. She doesn't understand that like half of my Hollywood community that like, like, and I just, I'm going to name drop one person, but Emma Koskoff, who's one of my best friends, who's Martin Scorsese's partner. Like literally showed up at the season finale of the last season just to see everybody. She's like, and I was like, "Hun, that is the power of your show. Like, we love it." And season two was insanity during the pandemic insanity. because I'm I I had never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules that I wasn't on because I'm that vain, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I started watching it from the beginning, and I was like, "Yeah." damn, this is like great TV and I don't know if I should feel like honored that I get to be a part of it or if I should like kind of question my mental state because <laughs> yeah. they're crazy and way, I'm fitting you, in very you well. Watch it, if you watched it, you may not have done it. By the that's way, true. I, I mean, season two, season three, what they did, I used to tell friends of mine, this cast is like gold. I mean, I don't want them to go anywhere. It's unreal. How, how how could they possibly find this perfect com like I, I just I anyone who's never watched the show, I say, just go start at season one. This is the greatest gift I'm ever gonna give you. <laughs> like I I wish I could live through you again, seeing it for the first time. Oh my gosh, I love hearing that. It, it, but it, but and I and I would say to her, she never watched the show, like the first early season. I said, You don't understand why we all feel this way. Now I know. The first three seasons, it, it, you get it. But I mean, it was like, you. I, there were days, I, I, I just going backwards, I would call Emma. There were days where I would call him and say, this can't be, like, this is too. Like it's scripted. Yeah. It's, it's it's so insane. It's too perfect. It's too perfect. Yeah, right. It's too perfect. Are, I mean, are the producers just amazing or is it just these perfect people? I think that... <laughs> The way that they edit the show, they make it so funny, but like, we're really just that insane. <laughs> like, it, like I sit there and when things are happening, I sometimes have out of body experiences and I'm like, are we really like talking yeah. about this stuff? I'll, I'll give you one, yeah. I'll give you one insight. First, I, I definitely think 
the producers are very talented. Of but course, I, everyone but, on the show is but, amazing. But I, but I do think that they have lightning in a bottle. I think that yeah. that that the whole cast, who they, how they put it together, and these personalities. But I'll just say this from an outsider, because even if I'm in the show, I'm still an outsider looking in. We yeah. were at the season finale, and I, I, off the record, I'll tell you, but um, yeah. I was sitting there just having a dinner with everybody. And it's like all of a sudden 4th of July happens. And I'm like, what is fucking going on? It's everywhere. It's insanity. It's chaos. Over this season. This season. And I'm looking like, I, I forget that they have cameras even around me. And I'm, I can't right. help myself. I, I check out and I start watching like I'm at home. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable what they do. And they are, they, I really believe that this cast, them, it is lightning yeah. in a bottle. They just have this thing yeah. that we're very resilient. I think that's why people think that it's scripted because our bounce back is so on point that it's like normal yes. people like you sleep with my sorry, sleep with my boyfriend. Like we're not friends anymore. But this yeah. group is like, I'm gonna get over it. Just give me you're, some you're time. You're just so at that age, you're just so messed up, and you just go with it. You know, you just. Yes. You, you just really go do. with it. It's so real. It's so I know. real. And none of and it. So, I've, I've been. I've been around for many years watching her. You know, do her thing, and then just recently, and I'll tell you, you know, people will come up and ask, "Is it scripted?" These people wouldn't know how to do with the script if you gave it to them. Right. It's no. so raw and insane yeah. and great that, yeah, it's all them. Yeah. All and Lala, you were the greatest gift at the right time with that quick wit, just like. <laughs> You know, most new cast members, you're like, no, 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 no. Don't mess this up. Right. right. Like, we have a and good thing. Let's not you throw were just in. exactly what we needed at that time. Oh, Catherine, that makes that me so good. happy. Well, thank you so, so much yes. for all of the compliments and you're watching welcome. the show and most importantly, being on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. Catherine, you're awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank well, you. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. We'll talk soon, I hope. Okay. All right. Call me anytime. Yes. Thank I'm taking you up on that. Bye, babe. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.